And I'm Dean. And welcome back to Rated. We know it's been a while since we've recorded, but Dean and I have had uh, several obligations that have made our lives a little busy. And also there's a little pandemic kind of going around, <laughs> if you haven't noticed. Yeah. So uh, we hope all you guys are staying you know, safe and healthy and are doing okay. Yeah, everything got a little bit crazy. Um, as I believe I alluded to um, before we took a little brief break, uh, I was doing a lot of traveling at the time that um, it was right before traveling was the worst thing to do. <laughs> so then um, <laughs> when I finally got back to the country, um, then all this, of, of course, if you're listening, we are recording in at the end of March in 2020. So if you're listening in the future, you probably just cringed knowing what we're going through. So yeah, we're yeah. back. And actually, um, instead of rushing back to the microphones, Rick and I have actually been doing a lot of uh, show planning. So we're going to have a lot of great content for you guys coming up. And, and of course, we have a spectacular guest here. You know him from the Oscars episode. And of course, from the Winning Ticket podcast, which is my other show, we have uh, John Della Luna here is a hey. cartoon aficionado. And uh, we'll tell you why that matters. <laughs> right yes, now. Thank, thank you so much for, for having me. It's great to be back. Um, this is always fun to do. The Oscars episode was, was, was awesome um, for betting purposes and for entertainment purposes. So we hope you guys saw some of those movies. Now is probably a perfect time to catch up on those Oscar winners um, if you're kind of quarantined at home doing nothing. Oh, definitely. Especially Parasite, which John had correctly predicted as the best picture. And it was a fantastic movie. I watched it. Um, yeah, I thought it was really great. And it's funny because I missed the last 20 minutes. Cause I watched it on a plane and apparently that's the best. <laughs> oh my gosh. Any movie. It's just, it, it make it changes the whole film and it was already great before then. So you'll have to maybe catch like, like bootleg yeah. it or something or rent it on demand or no, exactly. I'm going to have to um, go back to that one for sure. But Rick, why don't you tell the people uh, what, what we're doing and what is um, kind of going to be the next couple of shows that we're doing in honor of my favorite time of year, which is March madness. Um, you know, little little sad teardrop there about what happened to the real March Madness, but we're going to make one for you right now. Yeah, exactly. We're doing our own March Madness style bracket for uh, the best TV shows of the decade. So for those of you who don't know what March Madness is, you must live under a rock, but I will enlighten you. Um, it's the yearly national college uh, basketball championship where they have 64 plus teams uh, competing to win the title. And uh, they, are seated and they go through each round trying to make it to the next level and uh, eventually win. So being that we have unfortunately had to deal with sports just being canceled and uh, postponed across the board, Dean and I are going to try and do our part to give you a little taste of the March madness. Um, so we're, we're doing the, um, the best shows of the decade. We're going to do four, uh, four brackets, four regions. It's going to be cartoons, drama, reality, and sitcoms. Um, today is the cartoon bracket that we're doing for you. It's going to be 16 shows. Um, John is here to break any potential ties that we might have. So if me and Dean were on opposite sides of the fence, it wouldn't go well. So John's helping us out. But um, it's going to be super fun. We're going to do each region is a singular episode, and then the later ones will have an episode for that. And uh, it's going to be fun really to debate. But Dean, if you want to tell a little more or add anything, or if you want to just get into the seating, actually, the seating, I think is half the fun. Yeah, definitely. And the reason why uh, Rick brought up seating, of course, um, you know, with respect to the fact that not a lot of uh, rated listeners might not be sports fans. Um, yeah, so the, the tournament style is going to be um, each region is seated one through 16. And basically what it is, is it is the highest seed versus the lowest seed. 
until um, we get further through the bracket. I mean, it's kind of easier to show. So we'll be posting some of these things on Twitter at RatedPod. You're going to definitely want to check us out because we're going to be updating that um, very frequently because this is very exciting, of course. Um, also, that means that a number one seed, we're probably going to use that terminology a lot or whatever the seed number is. The lower the number, the better the show, um, whether that's critical acclaim or what we think is the better show, just kind of blind before we kind of hash it all out. And of course, um, before we get right into it, uh, John, do you want to tell everyone kind of your affinity with cartoons and animation in general? Yeah. Um, you probably have one of the more unique. This is probably one of the better expert um, testimonies that we had with, <laughs> with all due respect to Matt. Totally. Definitely filled in for a lot of episodes i mean he knows totally great yeah no maddie is he's a champ but he's the yeah, third man John, he is he's the unofficial he's third man of the podcast exactly <laughs> he, no he really is and we're gonna talk about a previously recorded episode from like a couple weeks ago that we're gonna re- be releasing super late but i think you'll like but uh but but john was like born and bred for this role this is like his moment so john <laughs> so john tell us what's up man yeah i appreciate that so um, I, I love cartoons. I love it. Animation is my favorite medium. Um, and it's really because with animation, and this is, this is as academic as I can try to make it, um, animation, you could, you could go anywhere. I mean, there's no limits when it comes to animation. I'm a big fan of the Disney films. I'm a big fan of Walt Disney himself and his story. And obviously, you know, his brushstrokes are uh, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty deep-seated in American culture right now, um, being one of the biggest companies out there. And um, I grew up watching so many cartoons. Um, you know, I try to do some, you know, I try to do some voice work on the side. I'm trying to build some of my own brand here. Um, and so I learned a lot from these voice actors and from this medium um, and taking you to places that, that you just can't go anywhere else. Um, and what's, what I like about our list is these are cartoons that, I mean, some strictly for adults. You think something like The Simpsons or Family Guy, you know, not really for kids. But then you look at shows like Regular Show and Adventure Time and some of those other uh, formats, and that really transcends. It's, it's shows that are made for a kid audience necessarily, but it has a lot of adult themes. And at the end of the day, I think people have to remember that people, like the people who make animated shows are adults too. So, mm-hmm. you know, unless, unless the demographic is, you know, solely like preschool or something, um, a lot of these shows, even like a SpongeBob, is gonna have humor that's just—it's not really adult or kiddish. It's just—it's just, it's just mm-hmm. funny, you know. Things could be funny without being for a specific audience type. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm looking forward to breaking all that down again. Talking about the voiceover artists, even talking about animation styles. Um, what's yeah. what's really eye catchy? Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll we'll run the gamut on all of them. But yeah, they're all they're all factors that that go into uh, what makes a show, specifically an animated show, better mm-hmm. than another. Um, but with that said, guys, let's, let, let's get into the seating, man. They, they, the people have heard us yeah. bullshit enough, man. They want to, they want to know who, let's do it, man. Let's get to it. It is a uh, selection Sunday because it is actually a Sunday here, but I'm just going to exactly. run down the, the list really quickly. And of course, uh, before I do, let's just get into really quick how so, some of these things are going to run. Uh, we have three people on this podcast, which is by design because we can't have an even number. We don't want to be stuck in a deadlock. So basically what's going to happen is we're going to read off the list. And then we'll go to our first matchup, which will be a one versus a 16. And then from there, we're going to um, cast a vote, give a quick review of each. And then um, from there, if there's a deadlock, then we could sway the final party if their mind's Mm -hmm. not made up. So you're Mm going to see it's going to be great. Actually, Rick and John and I 
have actually had a ton of practice at this. We <laughs> we do various brackets to decide random things all the time. So yes, we, we do, this we is do. probably together our like fifth or sixth bracket. Um, uh, more than that, and they're they're funny. I, they're, I we can't yeah. talk about them on the air, but <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So so guys, I'm just gonna run down the list really quick. Um, starting with the 16 seed, so the long shot, Steven Universe, 15 seed, Robot Chicken, 14 American Dad. 13 Big Mouth, 12 Disenchanted, 11 Regular Show, 10 South Park, 9 The Simpsons, 8 Archer, 7 Rick and Morty, 6 Adventure Time, 5 Clone Wars, 4 Bob's Burgers, 3 Bojack Horseman, 2 SpongeBob, and 1 Family Guy. Guys, anything that like jumps out of you as like, oh wow, that that's a low seat, or you know, I, I'm sorry, I'm I'm stuck in my winning ticket ways. Any huge value <laughs> plays jump out. I know for me, definitely uh, Adventure Time at a at a six seed. That's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. And also, The Simpsons, the longest running animated TV show of all time, at a nine seed. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I was surprised The Simpsons was that was that low a seed. Um, South Park 2 being a 10 seed was interesting. Um, and I'm happy to see you guys will hear me wax poetic about BoJack Horseman. I love that show. And I'm happy to see it's a third seed here on the mm-hmm. list. Yeah, um, John, yeah. I think it's that high mainly because uh, Rick and I are both are both huge fans as well. So that That's one is, is kind of on for uh, the path. So, guys, if you're ready, we could go into the 1 versus the 16 seed. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. All right, and that, of course, is the number one seed Family Guy versus the number 16 seed Steven Universe. So I think before we cast our votes, uh, Rick, do you want to give a quick review of either show, both shows, uh, however, or where are you voting right now? Well, I'll give the the quick review or, you know, rundown of the two shows, but only one time in March Madness history has a 16 ever beaten a one. And <laughs> there's a reason for that because those 16s are 16s for a reason and the ones are ones for a reason. But number one is Family Guy. And it's basically the uh, animated version of, what is it, All, All in the Family? What's the show with Archie Bunker? Or yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's basically like the animated version of that. You know, it's we all know the Griffins, Stewie, uh, Peter, the – the drunk idiot of the town who's just hilarious and it's uh it's it's hard i guess it's so simple yet hard to explain but we all know what family guy is um steven universe my experience with steven universe is so limited so i john if you know more about it than i do you can take this but it's more like a cartoon network show that's geared towards like kids um, some of the characters are pretty funky and they're cool, but John, if you, you, I feel like you know more about this than I do. Yeah. Um, so I, I haven't watched a ton of Steven universe admittedly. Um, but it, it is a cartoon network show. Um, I know that it's claim to fame is that it's made by her name is Rebecca sugar and she, and it's, it's created solely by a woman, which doesn't happen much in animated shows. Um, so I know that it has that going for it. And I think it's just one of those, Almost kind of like Adventure Time, almost like regular show where uh, it's very stylized, um, very sci-fi, and just a bunch of crazy stuff uh, happens throughout the show, Mm -hmm. a lot of crazy characters and all that. Um, For me personally, it was kind of like 
after my time of even though I'm a big cartoon fan, I don't really yeah. watch the children's networks as much yep. uh-huh. um, anymore. So it was kind of I think it premiered in like a couple of years ago, maybe I think like 2011. 2011. Maybe. Yeah, because okay. yeah, we're doing this only this decade, so that's right, why there right. are some good cartoons, right. obviously that that have not been included on the list. Oh, of course, and and to pick up there, um, definitely too. I, I, if you might be screaming at the at the your podcast player right now. Going like, hey, how come not Looney Tunes? How come not um, Avatar: The Last True. Airbender? How mm-hmm. come not like uh, another show like that? And that's mainly because, um, like Rick said, we're trying to narrow it down to things from this decade. Of course, The Simpsons span all throughout the 2010s as well as um, the 2000s and the 90s too. But mm-hmm. um, John, you know, like you were saying, same thing with Steven Universe. Now it, it's funny when it came out. I mean, we're all in a different age bracket so that this, this show was really not geared toward us. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of docking it points because it is very um, kid centric. I would say, uh, yeah, there are mm-hmm. some adult like elements to it. Um, it was very sci-fi for me as someone who personally, like I love regular show. I love adventure time. You're going to hear that in a little bit, but um, I love chowder. Like I do like some childish shows. Mm-hmm. This one yes. kind of confused the hell out of me. I, I don't think I started it, it on the right foot. So for that reason, I don't have, uh, I'm going to be honest, if you're a huge Steven Universe fan, just interact with us on Twitter. I'm kind of, yeah, some educate us. Let's, yeah, yeah, but I'm going to go family guy here. I, I think that just the impact that it made to the cultural lexicon, it, everything, you know, there's people that quote family guy. It's, it's, it's going to be a really tough out. Uh, it's a good number one seed, I think for our bracket. Yeah. Well, I'm going to cast the second vote for family guy and John, I don't think you're going to try and change either of our minds, but <laughs> I'd love to hear what you have to say. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I will not. Um, I'll say this, Steven Universe, I, it's, it has a large following, a big fan base. So any shows on this list is obviously, they're great shows. These are 16 really good shows that are on here. So if we're not as educated on it, it just means we need to be. Um, I think, though, in this particular matchup, Family Guy, I mean, it's, it's, for me, it's the funnier version of The Simpsons. And um, I love the, the, I love the, the music in Family Guy a lot. I know Seth MacFarlane's a big um, fan of, of Broadway-style music, and he usually brings his A-game to those sequences. And I'll, I'll leave marks. I'm sure we'll be talking more about Family Guy in the future, but no, yeah, this it's, it's, it's going to be a tough one to beat. It's number one seed for a reason. All right. right. Next matchup, Dean. What do we got, man? All right, so that is the number one seed moving on. So the let's go to the next one, and that would be the 8-9 seed. Now, of course, um, this will look better visually. But um, so the winner of this matchup goes on to face Family Guy. So we're just going to move straight okay. down vertically on the bracket. And this is actually okay. kind of a, a walloper. So an 8-9 matchup is typically a 50-50 game. Uh, there are two teams that are, or two shows that are pretty evenly matched. And this one might be kind of weird. We might get some fan feedback because, of course, this is Archer versus The Simpsons. Now, guys, um, who, first of all, let's first talk about Archer. Um, is anyone a huge fan of Archer? Because I personally am. I also am a huge fan of Archer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fantastic. I think it's one of the better shows on TV, just regardless of it being animated. Uh, that's how, that's the kind of fan I am. Right. And honestly, I think that the most unique thing about Archer is that the although it is animated, the characters seem so real. And I think a part of that is the dialogue is so unique where the animators really have captured. It's kind of like 
they quip a lot. So it's like mm-hmm. someone will say something and then someone else will say something very fast. There's a lot of jokes like under the breath and things like that. It really does feel like a real TV show. And that's something that's extremely unique. John, have you had a lot of experience with Archer? I've watched a couple of episodes of Archer. Funny show, a show that is, wow, so stylized. Like you, you can't, is. you know, sometimes you flip through, like someone might, not saying this would happen, but someone might confuse a family guy for a Simpsons because they're very similar. Mm-hmm. Like you watch mm-hmm. Archer, you're going to remember, you're going to be like, Oh yeah, that show is very, very unique and special. Um, and it's, it's a funny show. If I'm being honest in this particular matchup, um, I like the Simpsons better. Um, just because, I mean, there's cultural relevance, of course, mm-hmm. but I think the Simpsons is just a little bit sharper than Archer. Archer. I wonder if Archer could stand the test of time. If mm-hmm. we watch Archer 10, 20 years from now, if we could still laugh at the same kinds of things. Right. And I do, I do mm-hmm. want to say that there's a better John Benjamin show on this list. And I love that one. So mm-hmm. maybe it's just me. It looks like Archer might be moving on, but I, I feel like Simpsons, mm-hmm. Simpsons is too, is too good a show to yeah. be, be bested by a show like Archer, which again, very good. Well, but not, I don't think it's one of the best I've ever seen. If it matters, does, does your opinion of Simpsons change if we're only including this decade? Good question. I'm sorry. I'm really, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, but I realize I have to create. Air yeah. Air. And, and that's, what's kind of interesting is that we are kind of thinking about it in the scope yeah. of now. Now I think John, you brought up a really good point that the Simpsons is um, kind of what I was just saying about family guy. It is so, um, you know, culturally relevant and it's so uh, important to, you know, us as a mm-hmm. society and culture and things. I right. know that the most common thing that that's coming up now is that the Simpsons predicted that. And now people yeah. are kind of shoehorning in different things that happen that are actually happening right now. So that that's a pretty cool thing. And that's very unique. And of course, you know, mm-hmm. um, to what Rick had said, I mean, thinking about it, not to say that we're just going to throw out the time before 2010, but at the same time, like sure. as far, as far as the, the actual episode contents from, you know, 2010 to, to 2020, um, you know, I, I, I have a feeling I'm going to be the swing vote here. So, so Rick, <laughs> do you want to tell me, uh, do you want to cast your ballot for and make um, it official? I mean, I'll, my official ballot is, is Archer already. I, I, I talked it up uh, mm-hmm. plenty. Um, I, we are kind of including this decade of Simpsons only. Obviously there's this massive run. We know how, how successful it is, mm-hmm. um, but it wouldn't be a eight or a nine seed, whichever it is. If we were including mm-hmm. its entire run, it might be number one, honestly. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, I personally, though, and this this might be a hot take. I don't really like The Simpsons at all. Mm. Uh, I don't okay. really find it's funny. Um, you know, I think after after thirty years or seasons or however long it's been, you know, Duff beer can only be so funny <laughs> for so long. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't know. The Simpsons. It just never like made me laugh. Um, we're mm-hmm. all John Benjamin fans here. We he are. does a fantastic <laughs> job as Archer. Um, Chris Parnell, I think, is hilarious. Is yeah. um, I think all the characters on um, Archer are great. I'm, I'm sure everyone really thinks the characters are strong on Simpsons mm-hmm. as well. But Simpsons, uh, Archer, it's great. Um, I think it's it's more adult humor. I feel, which is mm-hmm. something I, I think is uh, I think harder to do. You know, it's yeah. probably not that hard to make kids laugh. You know, just. Mm-hmm. make a fart and you know it's funny um but like i think that i think the animation is just way better for archer i love the style like you said it's it's kind of almost like the real people 
Um, but I, strong vote for Archer. It's actually not that close for me. Wow. So, so guys, I think I might be, I might be surprising some people uh, with my, my final swing vote. Of course, John cast his for Simpsons. Rick yeah. cast his for Archer. Um, although I, I love both shows. I mean, if they were on, I would, I would totally watch them. Mm-hmm. I just think that I would be doing a disservice to myself if I did not vote for The Simpsons. I think that, you know, even though it was from 2010 to 2020, where you are thinking about that, I think that actually because of, Rick, exactly what you said, I think that makes the show inherently underrated because a lot of people throw it out and they're like, well, the best years are behind them. And The Simpsons, I think, and any Matt Groening show, which there's another one on this list, I think that what a lot of people don't realize is that um, while it's not as laugh out loud funny, it's more nuanced. And the jokes kind of hit you like as they come up. And and it's not Mm -hmm. so much um, cheap in that regard. It's more so um, kind of like a slow burn type of thing. And of course, that's not to say that I dislike Archer. I think it's great. And I honestly, this is an 8-9 seed. I think that this is one. Yeah, it was a perfect 8-9 seed matchup, I think. Yo, but what about that time you met John Benjamin in that uh, that airport, though? I did. That was cool, right? (laughs) Right? Right? That was great. I I mean, we're we're going to be... Yeah, flipping him the finger. He's like, screw you, John Benjamin. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, honestly, there's going to be another um, great matchup that that I'm going to be uh, talking it up. I'll agree with you about the Simpsons real quick it, it is not it's it's not the funniest show i've ever seen not even close mm-hmm. um it still is i just think the universe that it created even even lasting this past decade i just think is too it's too mm-hmm. good and too memorable i mean every like the people who don't watch animation knows the simpsons and i think that that stands for something it's not everything when we get further and further down the list you know, I don't just want to be like, oh, well, Simpsons because it's been around the longest. Um, but I just think in this particular matchup that Archer is not strong enough to to compete. Right. So, guys, um, I think with, with that being said, let's move on to our 5 versus 12 seed. Of course, I'm just moving. Uh, I know, Rick, this hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have I actually um, one of – these are two shows that I actually um, really enjoy. Um, this is – the 12 seed Disenchanted, which is a Netflix um, show. I think it's versus... Disenchantment. Okay, honest. so we don't even have the we don't have the name right. <laughs> uh, that's, that's probably that's probably my fault. Okay. But it's Disenchantment um, versus the Clone Wars, which is of course on Ooh, Disney wow. Plus. So guys, um, you know, I love both of these shows. Uh, do you guys have any? Yeah. You know, do you guys have anything to say about these? Uh, I'll start off first. My I've seen very little of disenchantment. So my opinion of disenchantment isn't a great one is, you know, I mean, uh, so if you're looking for opinions on disenchantment, I'm not the right guy to go to. Honestly, Rick, Wars, it's, however. it's a lot like the Simpsons. Cause it's Mac. Well, it sucks. It's fucking and it, sucks. I, I can tell based on your analysis of the Simpsons last round, I could tell you actually wouldn't like disenchantment. Really? I probably wouldn't. And like, <laughs> what's the other show (laughs) let let me let me jump in with that Uh, honestly i disagree john i i think that while it is similar i think that it is uh definitely a lot different and this is kind of i I am a big fan of matt graining um in Uh, regards with the the fact that he if he can't achieve something with the simpsons he creates another show um kind of to achieve that and he did that of course with futurama which didn't make the list because rick is just a matt graining hater um, but well, that, that show's not on anymore, technically, right? 
that's that's um, right. They're not. They're no longer making new episodes. But yeah. at the same token, I I do think that there is a ton of um, great Matt Groening um, stuff, especially when it comes mm-hmm. to you know The Simpsons, which is so critically renowned. Now that being said, um, Disenchantment, I believe. I had mentioned Rick on one of our banter episodes and um, I think it's really good. Eric Andre it plays Lucy, which is a little demon yes. cat, which is actually very funny. funny. Um, <laughs> great show. Good story. Um, it, it really is just a, a very solid show. Uh, I would say it's solid. And Rick, I would think that e- even if you don't, okay. listen, which you clearly don't, I still think knowing <laughs> you that this would be a, this would be a good show for you. I think. Okay. I mean, well, I, I, I need a new show or specifically an even a new cartoon to watch too. Cause I uh, recently in the past like week or so finished a uh, Bojack Horseman. So I'll, I'll, and I'll check it out. I'm not against it, but uh, you and I have both on multiple occasions mentioned how good Star Wars Clone Wars is. Right. So I'm not going to mess around with you guys. Clone Wars <laughs> is getting my vote. Yeah. Uh, same here, honestly. Uh, although I think that I might be the only one out of the three of us that has watched both shows um, intently. And I would, say, I would consider myself a fan of both shows. Uh, the Clone mm-hmm. Wars, I think, is one of the better shows I've ever seen. John, you were talking about style. Um, it's kind yeah. of like 3D animated. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. And they also, we all know that, um, you know, for lack of a better term, uh, Star Wars 2 Attack of the Clones was complete butt shit. <laughs> if, if, you, if you will if you will let me um use that um yeah that movie sucked it's like critically acclaimed as being horrible it's like notorious in that regard and i think the clone wars just achieves so much depth that that movie was supposed to achieve so um for that reason i think that if you haven't watched uh clone wars by now i would strongly recommend it they are streaming a new season and it's fantastic yeah it's one of those instances where you know, a lot of people who complain about the newer Star Wars movies, you know, you realize that that the Clone Wars was a great idea for a TV show. Probably should have never been a movie to begin with. But mm-hmm. if that was the lore, you know, maybe they'll do other Star Wars, uh, you know, moments in time just, just like it. I, I like Clone Wars too. Very stylized, very entertaining. I do like Disenchantment as well. Um, it's It's... It doesn't quite stack up to The Simpsons for me. The characters are funny. Um, I like, I'm blanking on the guy's name who plays the king. He's hilarious. Oh, um, I don't even know his name, honestly. Yeah. I know his voice, though. It's, it's yeah, very I think it's, it's John something. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, gosh. He's, he's fucking funny. Um, so I'll give them that. But, like, Disenchantment never really called me back. I, yeah. I don't think I even watched the second season. Um, I went through the whole first mm-hmm. season. Thought there were a couple plot twists too, which were really cool. Yeah, uh, Mac Groening style animation, so it looks mm-hmm. you know just like the Simpsons. But I think in this instance, Clone Wars, you know, uh, it's the better show. Right, <laughs> and cool and the the one knock because I, I don't believe we're going to be talking about disenchantment anymore on this episode. <laughs> um, I think that, um, what you call it? I think that really the thing that's pretty cool about um, disenchantment is that. It was very good, like you said, in the first season, but the second season, it really did tail off. I wasn't a huge oh, wow. um, okay. fan of it, personally. I know, All right. I guess without spoiling it, or uh, fuck it, I'll spoil it. <laughs> if you're if you're really that into disenchantment, then tune out for the next <laughs> and a half. I know, like, the <laughs> comes back at the end. She was believed to be dead. Right, she, she does. She back. Did they do anything with that? Uh, not really. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
There you go. All right. It's Clone Wars it is. What's that next uh, next matchup, man? Next matchup will be the four seed versus the the 13 seed. So, of course, that is another John Benjamin episode or show of Bob's Burgers versus the number 13 seed, Big Mouth. Now, these are – I know Big Mouth is one that we talked about on the show um, already, Rick. And um, I know that you feel strongly about it, so, so let me hear it. Well, I I love Big Mouth. Um, I know your knock on it was that it can sometimes go a little too far. Um, I'll say, like, in the third season recently, the later episodes, it kind of does because it's so, like, vulgar and, like, obscene <laughs> and, like, really just pushes the envelope. Um, it it it's, does show something that really animated shows don't do. It's very – it's one of a kind. It's really unlike anything else on TV. Um, so – I love how unique it is. I, even as a grown man, I fucking love potty humor. I love like, <laughs> you know, fucking dick and ball jokes, like shit like that. I, I love, so it is, it's the show isn't for everyone, but I do find it hilarious. Um, I've seen a fair bit of Bob's burgers. Um, I haven't seen enough for it to really make me laugh that much. So I, I admittedly, I haven't really seen, mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen like five, six episodes or something. I I don't really, I haven't really gotten into it. Um, It's not a bad show. I've never really heard anyone say it sucks. Everyone says it's actually really good. So uh, I feel like both of you guys are going to be on the Bob's Burgers side here of this, but Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to cast my vote for Big Mouth and I'm going to feel good about it. Yeah, Rick, you know, you you made, you made a really good point about Big Mouth. Um, You know, I know that the, the vulgarity of it, I think is what, really is going to be the topic of discussion here, mainly because, um, you know, it is very over the top, which makes it laugh out loud funny. But I, I would almost argue that it's more of a shock laugh than it is an actual funny laugh. Like, I believe one time I was kind of like playing on my phone as as is well established on the show that sometimes I watch shows as background noise and I wasn't particularly on the edge of my seat watching Big Mouth. And I believe there was a guy um, singing about cum which, you know, is, it's funny. I mean, it got, <laughs> I like that show. <laughs> it's funny just to say though, <laughs> but, but, but you know what? I, I think while it is funny, it is very low bar. Whereas Bob's burgers, like you had said, isn't like necessarily laugh out loud funny. It is a, just a better show from, from a story perspective. And, you know, keep in mind, well, we, are yeah. doing, we are doing cartoons <laughs> that not, not so much to say just funny cartoons. You know, um, we have BoJack Horseman, I believe, next mm-hmm. up, which is not funny. It's a very serious movie, uh, or not movie, show. So it's one of those things where it's like, while I do find a lot of humor in Big Mouth, don't get me wrong, like, I, I do really enjoy it. But um, I'm just going to have to give the nod to Bob's Burgers here, mainly because it's just an all-around better show, and that's what we're trying to find, the best show during this March Madness. So if I could, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here. I'm going to do my best Stephen A. Real quick. John is the swing right. vote, by the uh, way. That's one vote, Bob's Burgers, and one vote, uh, Big Mouth. Oh, man. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not feeling good about this. <laughs> so I've watched both Big Mouth and Bob's Burgers. <laughs> and let me say that they are both a dear, dear friend. <sighs> but if I have to choose oh God, which one is the funniest show that makes a bigger impact on my animated watching, 
It's got to be Big Mouth. All right, there it is. <laughs> this is this is why I. Hey, hey, And we have an upset. Waiting for Bob's Burgers to talk about that show a lot too. Yes. Didn't face off against this one. I really, ah, I really didn't hope it was going to be this. Um, Bob's Burgers is hysterical. It's my favorite of the John Benjamin shows. Um, it's got its own different flavor than a Simpsons or a Family Guy. Those are all Fox animated shows too. So kudos, their heads over there. Right. They have the golden touch, you know, the Midas touch, uh, figuring out those shows. That show's hilarious. What I love about Big Mouth, and it's because it's on Netflix, because it is a newer show. It pushes a lot of boundaries. It gets very vulgar. It's a mm -hmm. show that I can't really look to anything else and say, oh, it's just like that. Right. It's its own style, its mm -hmm. own flavor. I also love Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. I mm -hmm. think they are yes. fantastic on the show, but also they did a, a thing on Broadway called Oh Hello, which is also mm -hmm. tangent, but really, really funny. And their, their chemistry on that show, I think, that's one thing I think I'll talk a little bit more about that with like Rick and Morty because I know that comes to mind when I think mm. of two lead characters with great chemistry. This this show is this show's fucking hysterical. They have mm -hmm. musical numbers in there too. They mm -hmm. have the guy who played Rafi on um yes on um, uh Jason the like Matsuzakis or some shit. Yes, yes. Yeah. He he plays Jay in yes. this show and <laughs> that character, oh my god, so so funny. Between like he, he like fantasizes with his pillows he explores his own mm -hmm. sexuality. And the show, I think, too, for a long time, does shed light on more modern issues. I guess this mm -hmm. decade's issues, like the Me Too movement. They had an episode on, like, on like blowjobs and stuff. And <laughs> it's, it's so, it's, like, so crazy and wild, but so there is a heart behind it. This is probably one of my favorite shows on the list. I know it probably surprises a lot of oh, you guys. Man. Um, but this one, I, I love Big Mouth, and I wish it wasn't going up against Bob's Burgers so early. Yeah. Bob's Burgers, I think any other – probably most of the shows we've talked about so far, Bob's Burgers would have beaten it, even The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. And I just – I can't say enough good things about both of them, but, but Big <laughs> Mouth, man, what, what a fucking great show. All I right, guys, it. we have an upset, and um, looking ahead, there's going to be a hell of a, a battle <laughs> to get out of this region. But, guys, <laughs> um, the next – seating pairing well with real quick before we get to the next seat i just want to say mm -hmm. i was i was hurt that that archer lost the simpsons i was <laughs> very upset but uh you know john has righted his wrongs and has advanced <laughs> big mouth over hey. bob's burger so i'm feel, i'm feeling a lot better now i'm i got that little that's the little oomph i needed for the rest of this region <laughs> Hey man, I'm, honestly, I'm I just got the Gatorade off the bench, man. Put me in, coach. Let's do dude, it. Honestly, there's there's nothing there's nothing personal about any of these uh, matchups. It's just mainly, you know, we're just trying to tell the people what's what's the better show. And of course, right. there's gonna there's gonna be times where where you're hitching your wagon to the wrong show, and uh, there's gonna be some some heated arguments. But that's what um, it's it's gonna dance, get there. That's what the big <laughs> dance is all about. So um, you know, you guys could take that victory, but the, the next. The next round is going to be uh, very interesting. <laughs> but, guys, we have an all-Cartoon Network matchup in this cool. 6 versus 11 pairing. That, of course, is Adventure Time versus Regular Show. Now, um, I'll start off mainly because I love both of these shows. This yeah. is um, really the only reason why I ever turn on Cartoon Network. I watch both of these shows on demand, meaning I go out of my way to find them and watch them. 
Um, they're very different. I would say Adventure Time, John, like you were saying off the cuff, is mm -hmm. very, um, it's very kid-centric. It's about, you know, a, a young kid with um, his dog. It's, mm -hmm. it's very centered it's towards... Fantasy world. It is. It's no. very centered towards, like, children, small, and even, like, teens and preteens and things like that. Whereas regular show, yes, they are, um, you know, animals. Like, at, mm -hmm. the two main characters, Mordecai and Rigby, are a blue jay and a raccoon. And they have a, a trio and host of a whole bunch of different characters. Like, um, you know, their boss is a gumball machine. Uh, yeah. They have a literal <laughs> high-five ghost working at the park. And um, I was kind of torn, but now that I'm, I'm kind of talking about it and laughing about it, um, I'm actually going to be casting my ballot. Uh, I'm pretty confident in, in what I'm voting for here. Guys, you have a lot of experience with either of these shows, both of these shows, or are these ones that, that, you, that missed you guys? Because I personally mm. watch them and I harp on about them a lot. I, <clears throat> have you guys watched a lot of these shows? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. I have watched a lot of both of these shows. Okay. And I'm like with you, Dean. I thoroughly enjoy both of them. They mm -hmm. are both, uh, they're both great. Um, and while this, hopefully this makes sense. While it's a close call, it's not hard for me <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> um, they're, they're, both, they're both excellent. But um, I am a huge fan of Adventure Time. Adventure Time is mm -hmm. something that I will regularly... Um, I don't think it's on Netflix. I think it's on Hulu, though. Yeah. Um, so I'll go on Hulu and I'll, I'll watch regular time, uh, not regular, uh, Adventure Time on uh, Hulu. I think it's it, it can be funny. Um, the animation is cool. Um, I think it is both suitable for kids and adults at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my favorite characters on all of television is the Ice King. I I yeah. love the Ice King. <laughs> um, <laughs> Great. So, so he is he is hilarious. Um, That's a Tom that, Kenny, I think. Right. It is. I. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. No, the voice of the Spongebob. Both shows are great, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I, I, I'm voting for Adventure Time. But if a regular show moves on, it that won't break my heart. So, so I was a little bit torn. John, do you have a a strong feeling one way or another? Yeah, honestly, I'm I'm torn myself. Um, these are both what a great matchup because these are both mm -hmm. they both come from the same network. Um, they both have this larger than life element to them. And the humor works for both kids and adults. Um, it's it's just, they're very they're they're animators and writers at the tops of their games. Like they're mm. doing the shows that they want to do, seemingly with no restrictions. Right. So I think I would lean Adventure Time just off the bat because mm. I know a little bit more about that show. But I will tell you guys this: I I am an open book. Yeah. So, you so you know what's trying to convince me what's what's the better show? <laughs> you, you know what's crazy? I was so torn too, and if Adventure Time ends up going through, I will have no problem with that because yeah. you know I I do love it a lot. But actually, um, a fun aspect, uh, I, although we just brought up Tom Kenny uh, being on Adventure Time, I it's think amazing. that regular show has a very SpongeBob esque feel where there's mm -hmm. a lot of entendres that are geared for adults, but it was just kind of repackaged to be yeah. on Cartoon Network. Um, I will say one thing about regular show, and I don't know if this is confirmed or not, but there is a rumor that the writers of the show actually used to take LSD a lot. They oh, actually shit. worked at a park, and when they were tripping, they would see the people like this. For example, their boss being a gumball machine, each other being oh a God. raccoon and, a, and a, a bluebird. Of course, there was the rumor about SpongeBob being floated to Adult Swim, and that's why they all have semi-dirty names like Bikini Bottom and things like that. Yeah. Um, we're definitely going to talk plenty of SpongeBob coming up. But yeah. um, I think that regular show is very unique because 
if it wasn't a bird and a raccoon, if these were live actors and the writing was exactly the same, it would be the number one sitcom on television. Right. Um, of course, there, there were some weird, you know, there's a lot of weird sci-fi things uh, at the end of every episode, which is, you know, it could detract from it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But I think just overall, as a show goes, it, it is excellent from beginning to end, typically. Um, I do laugh out loud during regular uh, show sometimes. Okay. But honestly, uh, I'm okay with Adventure Time going on. But I, I'm a big fan of um, regular show. And if you haven't seen a lot of it, uh, Rick or John or you, listener, definitely go back and check it out. It's hilarious. Wow. Okay. Rick, do you want to say something about Adventure Time again? Because right now I'm getting kind of swayed. Well, <clears throat> I mean, I, I've, I think I've stated my case for uh, Adventure Time. I think the characters are funny. I, I, the same guy who does uh, Bender on Futurama does uh, the dog on Adventure Time, if that yeah. means anything to you. I know yes, you're into voices a lot. I got to look up his name. That's the guy who does the king on Disenchantment. It's him. Okay. Well, you he's you great. like that guy, and he and he's an Adventure Time. No, and just just really quick, let's not let's not blow our load. I think that we're all since we don't have strong feelings on on really one way or another. I think let's save some of this ammo for the next round because Adventure Time okay. will be fighting for its life. So, guys, I think that we we're okay with letting Adventure Time move on. So that is the sixth all seed right. is moving on, and they will play the winner of this matchup, which is the three gotcha. versus the fourteen. And John DiMaggio is the guy's name, by the way. John DiMaggio. He's That's great. <laughs> he's, in a, he's in a lot of things. And guys, 3 versus 14 is a show I really don't like versus one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. And that is American Dad versus BoJack Horseman. Um, can- Listen, if I could say something real quick, no contest. American Dad sucks. BoJack yeah. Horseman is one of the well, best. Could be the winner. Well, so I'm going to say that. I hate American Dad. Not funny. Well, I mean, it, uh, yeah, I'll go, but yeah, it's not close. <laughs> try it's your best, be, man. It's be Horseman. No, no, I'm not going to try and convince you. It's it's okay. Bojack Horseman. It's mm-hmm. it's yeah. I. If I were a betting man, I might bet on it to win the whole thing just because it's <laughs> that good. It's I've I've mentioned on several podcast episodes already that um, Bojack Horseman was consistently in a lot of the top ten, even top five of uh, many websites lists of the top shows of the entire decade not just sitcoms comedies otherwise um it is a, an incredible show i i don't hate american dad actually since since it went uh, john i don't know how much you know about this since it went from fox to now tbs mm-hmm. um it's changed quite a bit i think it actually is a lot funnier now that it's on tbs okay. i don't know if really? the writers change or anything yeah it's a it's a pretty different show now actually um mm. so I'm not gonna hate on american dad but Bo- Bojack is moving on here, and yeah. I think Dean, you're going to agree here. I'll, I'll save my I'll, I'll save my my takes, um, but I will <laughs> I can't I can't move on without saying that American Dad is by a lot one of the worst shows that <laughs> I've seen ever, and I think that you. I think that none of the characters are appealing to me. I think that Stan is horrible. He's like the Walmart brand's Walmart brand Peter Griffin. Um, none of the characters are good. <laughs> Steve sucks. The daughter sucks. They try to make her. What is she? Diet Meg from Family Guy, and then Roger the Alien. Is, Diet Meg. <laughs> Roger the Alien might be my least favorite character on any show ever. So I think Rick, I'm going to disagree with you there. That American Dad is 
absolutely putrid Bojack Horseman moves on. So instead of dancing on its grave, we're actually going to go into, I think that's going to be a very hotly debated one, and that is the 7-10 matchup, um, which typically, you know, people filling out the real tournament, a lot of people just go with the 10 seed. They like it. They like upsets. And, the, of course, the 10 seed here, South Park versus number seven seed Rick and Morty. Uh, guys, before we really get into it, I kind of dislike both of these shows. Um, South Park I loved when I was younger because it was the forbidden fruit. I was not allowed to watch it at my house. So I'd have to go to a friend's house or a cousin's house, something like that. So I was not allowed to watch the show, which made it a little bit sweeter. <laughs> but I think that the show has completely fallen off the rails from 2010 on. It turned into just a take machine. It turned into a hot button. It's basically like watching... Um, the Daily Show, because they literally just take a current event and make really unfunny jokes about it. I cannot say more about how South Park should have been canceled 10 years ago. And Rick and Morty, I just don't like it. I know it's so popular, but I think it's really stupid. So guys, um, I'm completely out on this one. Uh, I'll, go with, <laughs> I'll go with whichever way. If you guys are hung, um, don't look at me. Hung, hung in one way, not in others. Let's see. John, do you want to go first? Because I'm actually, uh, I'm kind of having an internal debate with myself right now. Okay. I, uh, I, I do like both of these shows. So I'd love to hear what you have to say. And maybe you can sway me because uh, I'm. Okay. I, I don't know yet. I, I got I to gotta see. Sure. I'd love to. Um, so I, I'm with Dean's take on South Park. If we're looking at the last decade of work. The way that South Park is written and produced, it's usually done within a week. I think they even made a documentary on it. It's like six days, yeah. something, something days to air. So South Park now, and I think it's because Matt Stone and Trey Parker, who, you know, kind of like the kings of trolling the industry, they're essentially on a contract now and they just have to produce the content. I don't think that their hearts are in it anymore. And I think that South Park, which once was a trailblazer, of an animated show probably lit, you know, a lot of the, the rope that like shows like family guy, you know, did eventually ride on. Um, and even Rick and Morty probably owes a lot to it. I think we're just talking about this last past decade. This is probably some of the weakest South park. I don't think there's even anything memorable. It's mostly just, it's hard to explain. It's mostly just like, like when you see memes and stuff, they make you laugh in the moment. They stick with you for maybe a week or so. And then it's just completely gone. Like, I could probably give you guys a list of South Park episodes that have aired this decade and some ones that probably aired even years before that. And the ones that you'll remember will be years ago, and you probably won't even be able to distinguish between the two of them anyway. So as much as South Park did make me laugh when we were growing up, and it was, you know, pretty risque and funny in parts, the show, I think, is past its prime. And it, it's an easy one for me because I love Rick and Morty. Um, Rick and Morty, it's, it's funny, it's sharp, it's heavy handed. Um, the, the character of, of Rick is, you know, is an asshole and it's actually led, I'm sure you guys heard about like a lot of the, like the fan backlash and stuff, how it's just led to just a bunch of asshole fans empathizing with Rick, thinking that they are smarter than everyone else and that everyone else sucks and like only they can fend for themselves. It's a very, very, you know, 2010s type show um, that again has good chemistry between characters like I mentioned before and um, has obviously made its mark on our culture in, in, in similar ways that South Park has. So 
Right. That's what I have to say about those two shows. <laughs> so, so you, I'm hearing you officially cast your vote for Rick and Morty. I'm casting. Hey, uh, let, uh, let me tell you, Morty. Uh, I'm going to choose uh, Rick and Morty here because uh, South Park can, can go suck my dick. You know, like that's that's yeah. what I was okay. saying. I cannot think of anything <laughs> I mean, more. Just the impression. <laughs> the impression was enough for me, honestly. I, I, I guess for Rick and Morty, um, one of the things I like is um, – I don't think it's as funny as South Park can be, but I just think that there is some humor. I mean, it's not a hilarious show, but there is some humor in it. I think also what I like too, there are some more like emotional moments at times. It can get yeah. pretty, uh, mm. it can get pretty feelsy in, mm-hmm. some, in some parts every now and then, which, which I like. And I think almost why we all like Bojack Horseman. But um, <laughs> so I think it's, it's just more emotional. And, um, you know, I, I don't think either of these shows would, is going to win this whole thing, but yeah, I, right. I'm going to cast my vote for, for, for Rick and Morty. Yeah. All right. I, Rick and Morty move on. I think Rick and Morty has some legs. I, I, I would fight for it. in oh, certain I don't know. I don't um, know who it's going up against in the next round. It might win, but I'm just yeah. saying, well, this, Rick this is like, this is like Butler in like what, 2011 when they had Gordon <laughs> Hayward. I mean, this, it might make right. it to the final, but I don't know yeah. if the half court buzzer is going in. Right. So, so Rick, um, funny you mentioned what the, who they're going to get in the next round, and that is the winner of this matchup. And this, you could call these the the Dean um, little side bracket because these are two of my favorite shows on the <laughs> entire list. It is SpongeBob versus Robot Chicken. Oh, two dude. shows that I absolutely adore. Um, guys, Why did you do this? I'd be a huge fraud if I um, voted against SpongeBob. I've said it numerous times. It's my favorite show. I've said to people that it should be on its own channel playing 24 seven. Um, it's, it's a great show. If you watch even some of the new ones, kind of like what I was saying about the Simpsons, a lot of haters, I think just kind of discount it and they go, Oh, um, you know, it's bad now or, Oh, the new episodes suck kind of like, you know, I, I think that that makes it inherently underrated because the new episodes are pretty funny. And I, I've gone back and gotten a lot of laughs under there. There's even one where it's like Larry the Lobster and Squidward were best friends. I thought that was uh, particularly hilarious. So um, <laughs> love, love SpongeBob, Robot Chicken, man. John, this is our childhood. We used to pass around the oh, DVD that we bought of season one and season Dude. two. It's so funny. But I, John, I will say, may I remind you how bad it was when we watched a newer one? <laughs> um, I haven't watched that show in a long time. Um, and I believe that it's fallen off, but some of the older ones are just so much nostalgia. so classic. I absolutely love it. I used to love that show, but I'm going to go yeah. for SpongeBob. Yeah, that, that show. Oh my God. That's one of my favorites of all time. It sucks that it's going up against SpongeBob. Oh, it sucks so much <laughs> that that's the one. And, and John, as a big animation fan, um, do you want to give the audience a little insight into stop motion animation? Oh my God! Yeah, so that's what was really cool. Um, so, so first off, Robot Chicken's from Adult Swim, and <laughs> Adult Swim about one in fifteen shows is really funny that they yeah. put out there. It's like it's like Robot Chicken, Eric Andre, and um, what the fuck is the other one that I'm thinking <laughs> of? Well, I guess technically Rick and Morty's Adult Swim too. Yeah, but uh, oh, and Tim and Eric. I like Tim and Eric. Yeah, Tim and Eric's um, funny. Robot Chicken, it caught it caught mine eye when uh, we were younger. It's a stop motion show, and that's a tech. It's that animation style is really not seen in much of anything not at all. aside from stuff on the big screen. You're thinking stuff like you know Nightmare Before Christmas, you mm-hmm. know that Wallace and Gromit, that kind of thing. Yeah, and so do you do you want to just explain like how how one does that because there is oh, something sure. to say that they produced 
what, maybe 112 minute episodes? You know how many yeah, times that is? That, that's what I like about the show too. It's, it's bite-sized. The whole premise is that, is that it's this chicken that's being, you know, forced to watch bad television. And so there's channel flips. Very, very unique show, which you get, oh, which is, I'm so upset that it's, it's out in this round. Right. Uh, but so, so in order to make the show, of course, you have to animate, um, you know, the, the characters physically there. Um, they're, they've done stuff with computer work now, and you could tell that mm-hmm. in the new episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, it's still articulating the, uh, you know, the, the puppets. Uh, they're usually, you know, hardwired. Or they're actually, what's cool about Robot Chicken, too, is they use old dolls. I know Seth yes. Green um, and Matt Senreich, they, they, like, were big, you know, they grew up in the 80s. So they were big fans of the toy booms, you know, the G.I. Joes and My Little Ponies when, when those were out. So right. they would use a lot of those figures. So there's a lot of nostalgia in the show, too. Mm-hmm. And they get to explore, uh, you know, like different scenarios. Like, like, yeah. like uh, what was his name? Fumbles? Like, yeah, the, like, that was one there. of the... I, I, it's so interesting that there, there's so many sketches that are so funny. But like, like John said, um, yeah. maybe the medium of an actual TV show... I could totally see Robot Chicken uh, moving off of network TV and kind of onto more of like their own YouTube channel where they just have yeah. different sketches that are uh, extremely well-known and well-played. Um, I know that in our friend group, there's definitely the the fumbles sketch. I know that the the Huggy Time Bear one was... Oh my God, um, that was although, funny too. Although it was dark, I know that that one went almost viral. I know that a lot of people that didn't even know that I, I watched this show would send yeah. me um, you know, the clip of it where, of course, for those of you unfamiliar, just Google or just YouTube, you know, uh, robot chicken huggy time bear or, or, um, cuddles the bear. Excuse yes. me. Huggy time was the other one with, um, the guy that wanted to be reincarnated as yes. Kira Knightley's underwear. <laughs> but instead got the huggy time bear. Yeah. He got a huggy time bear, which I'd of course this, was a spoof on Care Bears. This, this show is just, there's so many good moments of it. And I'm, 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 ta- I'm using this time to talk about it as much as I can. Cause we're not, it's, it's I got to SpongeBob, of course. Yeah. Um, and SpongeBob is amazing too. It's just, uh, it's just that we, you know, we, we have to just give credit because that show, the fact that it's still even on, um, uh, Robot Chicken, that that's amazing in and of itself. This this was something that you maybe expect for like a season or two, like a kind of flash in the pan. But it's won a number of Emmys. Um, mm-hmm. It's obviously garnered, you know bigger acclaim than than what it was intended for i think when they first pushed it out and it was usually around uh like the early days of the internet actually i think it started in 2005 so that Mm. type of like that snapshot humor some of the sketches are a couple seconds long but they're hysterical uh and so i was this is probably this is probably the the best show that that won't that won't make it to the next round out of everything we've talked about so far. Right. Rick, oh, are you I throwing gotta... a Hail Mary towards uh, robot chicken? Because uh, me and John both have SpongeBob going through. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not even going to throw the ball at robot chicken. I, uh, <laughs> I don't have the emotional connection to robot chicken as you guys do. <laughs> and uh, SpongeBob is SpongeBob. So re nothing. <laughs> right. So that's a, maybe the, the only blowout, but you know, uh, I think that John and I gave a, a great send off. Man, that, you, that um, was robot chicken. I can't, I can't talk about how good that show is enough. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad to see it go. So guys, um, I, that concludes the first round of the cartoon region. I'm just going to read off the matchups. Now we of course have the number one seed going against the number nine seed, the Simpsons. Um, and of course, the number one seed is the family guy. 
We have wow. a five versus 13 that might get me screaming mad. And that is the Clone Wars versus Big Mouth. Um, we have a six versus three matchup. Um, we have Adventure Time versus Bojack Horseman. And then, of course, we have what we just recently discussed, Rick and Morty versus SpongeBob. All right, guys. So this concludes the first round of action. It was a lot of fun. Definitely stay tuned. It's, these episodes are going to come out in quick succession, just like the real NCAA tournament where um, there's games on every single day. So, of course, thank you to John. We'll be having you back for the next round. Thank you. Rick, thank you. you. Rick, do you want to say goodbye to the people? I do want to say goodbye to the people because just because day one is over does not mean the tourney is over. Day two should be probably tomorrow, honestly, if we release it. But that's not important right now. What's important is at least when the virus is over. And honestly, if they don't have anything, hang with your bros, love your hoes. And as always, watch those shows. <laughs>